When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On me! Please go easy on us. It's the week in between holidays. That's what... Oh, wow. <laughs> Get it. Well, I thought we were singing Adele. Is that what you call it? Yes. <laughs> Getting, um, no... Good afternoon and welcome to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show here on my talk 1071. None of us will win America's Got Talent or any singing competition for that matter. Uh, but we will titillate you with our conversation here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Brian along uh, as well. And 651-641-1071. We got a question for you. Holly, what is that question for this hour? Simple. What is your favorite streaming service? 651-641-1071. What one streaming service is your favorite? Because there's a lot of streaming services, Bradley. Gets a little overwhelming. And tis the season to reconsider your streaming service choices and to cancel the ones that you're not watching anymore. And even if you guys don't call in, we'll just chat about streaming services because I uh, perennially and always will love talking about streaming services because they change. The offerings change. We get new ones. We, you know, stop watching other ones. Um, I don't, it is very hard for me to say I have a favorite streaming service because I feel like they each are so unique and offer such different things that it's hard for me to really pick. I know that's not an answer. I'll have an answer for you, but I want to give you the opportunity to share your answer because I know you have a very clear cut answer to the question what is your favorite streaming service now my answer is hbo max and the way that i decide that is thinking about all the streaming services that i'm subscribed to and how many hours do i actually spend with the streaming service and hands down it's hbo max okay and i love it it's good and and now it's it's on the pricey side as they like to say how much is uh the going rate don't they have a two-tier option yeah. Like you have an ad option and a regular no ad option. Yeah, I think the ad option is nine ninety nine a month and then the ad free one is fourteen ninety nine. But all the all the shows that are available on HBO Max, the catalog of movies that you have available at your fingertips on HBO Max, for me it's worth it. And I will say it's pretty extensive. It is extensive. Yeah. You know, because then you have your tabs. You have your HBO, HBO Stream, HBO Max Originals. You have Turner Classic Movies. You have Adult Swim. You have Studio Ghibli. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, tabs of content. Oh, I don't like that I just said tabs of content. Tabs and tabs <laughs> of content. Uh, well, I mean, such is the way that we are in 2021. But there you go. HBO Max. Mwah, chef's Kiss. I have thoughts about my favorite streaming service or what that means to me. But first, let's go to Tina. Tina Marie is on the line. Tina Marie, answer that question for us. What's your favorite streaming service 
du jour? Mine is uh, Discovery Plus. Oh, interesting. Okay, tell me about Discovery Plus and why, for you, it's your favorite. Um, because I can watch an incredible amount of crime shows, which probably is not great for me, but <laughs> I choose to do it. <laughs> I'd never leave my house, but I'm watching wall-to-wall crime TV. I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not alone. <laughs> That's all right. You're not alone. Tina Marie. I have been there, Tina Marie. Now, I have to ask you, do you watch other content on Discovery Plus? Because there's a I, lot more than... I watch um, uh, food baking, uh, food network kind of shows, um, like uh, Food Wars. Um, I think there's um, some... I think British Baking is on there as well. Yeah, there's so much content. Tina Marie, thank you for your call. Thanks for joining us and answering that question for us. Well, and Discovery Plus didn't even come across my mind as an uh, as a streaming service. So can I tell you, you you define your favorite streaming service as if I look at the streaming services I have, which one do I spend the most time on? I would not pick Discovery Plus as my favorite streaming service. That said. That is the one that I watch the most. Really? Because I have single-handedly been working my way through the entire Unwrapped catalog. So Unwrapped, you remember that series? With um, Mark Summers? With Mark Summers, where mm-hmm. he they talk about or they show you the sort of behind the scenes of how your favorite food products are made. Like industrial food on a scale that just blows the mind. And I watch that as I like cook usually. Like if I'm cooking or like bebopping around the house, that's on. And then the other day, a couple weeks ago, I sat down and looked at the whole catalog there. I would. It is hard for me to believe that there is a streaming service that offers more content than what Discovery Plus does, because there is an almost infinite number of shows, you know, HGTV, Food Network. It's all of those channels that just pump out a lot of reality TV. Uh But it maybe isn't like the highest caliber production television, which is why I would find it hard to say it's my favorite streaming service service, because while I watch a ton of content, you know, I, I still, you know, turn to like HBO Max or Netflix or Apple TV plus for shows that are memorable Mm -hmm. and shows that have sort of like, you know, given me all the feels, but you spend a lot of time with discovery plus like ridiculous amount. So to me, it's totally valid. If you're looking for value for your money and you know, just a dearth of content, I think discovery plus is great. Um, Let's go to Shirley. Shirley's on the line and she has an answer to the question. What's your favorite streaming service? Hey, Shirley. Hey there. I have to say Hulu is, is my favorite one. And the reason for that is because not only do they have some original content, but they also, um, if I want to switch over to the news, I can look at, look, you know, watch local channels. Um, and they also have um, like, uh, like the entire series of certain shows like Will and Grace and um, Golden Girls Friends and whatnot. So Golden there's Girls. a lot of content out there. Golden Girls. <laughs> they have all the Golden Girls, Yay, Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> oh, yes, that too. Oh, thanks, thanks for Shirley. your call, Shirley. You know, Shirley just mentioned the fact that Hulu, she likes it the best because they have entire series of TV shows on Hulu. That's exactly what Taylor e- emailed us and said, that uh, their favorite streaming service is Hulu because they can binge entire series of TV shows. Just to clarify or to correct myself, I said dearth earlier and I used that word in the opposite meaning. No, I don't dearth think of content is a scarcity of content. Right. I meant oh. a, 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 not the opposite of dearth. A plethora 
of content. We're going to have to reconsider Plus. Bradley Trainer Esquire, I think, during I the break. I know, I know, you guys. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Um, Hulu is another candidate for... Again, it's so hard for me to pick because... To me, Hulu is where I get my live television because we pay for live television through Hulu's live TV. Um, and then we get the catalog, of course, of all the Hulu stuff. But it is nice to be able to jump over live, you know, so that's where if you want to watch breaking news or something like that. But then I think about also the amount of time I spend. I mean, YouTube, do we count YouTube as a streaming service? Oh, like YouTube TV or like just, just no, YouTube, YouTube as a platform? Yeah. Yeah, that's I a good asked. question. I don't know there's yeah. an answer, but... Man, who knew we had to get so philosophical here on a Wednesday afternoon? I would not qualify YouTube as a streaming platform only because YouTube is a category in and of itself. There's a whole world of YouTube entertainers, YouTube content, old, new, all... It's yeah. just, that is a whole ecosystem and universe in and of itself. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. And HBO Plus I also love, and I think HBO Plus is the place that you go. You're going to find content that has a high production value. Yes. Right? Like, but then there, you know, but then there's Amazon uh, Amazon Prime, although Amazon Prime has a lot of content. Most of us don't know. But they also have a couple of high production value Theories that people love and adore. There is a. We are in a golden age of streaming services. I would imagine content to plenty. Yeah, content to plenty. Brian, do you have a favorite streaming service? Definitely HBO Max or Hulu for sure. Okay, yeah. What's your favorite uh, HBO Max show of late? Oh well, I just wrapped up The Sopranos finally. Oh, Oh, okay. So like, I have to. I have to go back to the originals. You know where. Like, uh, I don't know, my parents are like, oh, you got to watch The Wire, you got to watch Band of Brothers, you got to watch all these old HBO yeah. shows that, you know, growing up, I was too young to watch. But And HBO, I can highly recommend there is a podcast series called Business Wars, and there is one that specifically talks about the battle between HBO and who else? What's Showtime? Netflix. Or Netflix. I think, I think it's Netflix. I think it's framed as Netflix versus HBO or Netflix versus the world, or maybe it's Netflix versus Comcast. I don't know. But anyway, within that Business Wars series, you hear about the rise of Netflix and also the origin of HBO and just cable television and cable TV and how it then turned into like original programming. It, it's it's a fascinating ride and a fascinating story. And it sort of explains, I think, or helps in part explain why we have so many streaming services that are creating original content today. Where can we listen to this? That would be anywhere you get a podcast. It's, I believe it's called Business Wars. And it just look for Netflix, and I bet you'll find it. Cool. So, all right. Thank you, Holly, for that question. And thank you, listeners, for calling and sharing. And when we return, Holly has made an astute observation about this week in pop culture. And she's going to share that observation when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Astute observation for us in this week in pop culture. And I thought it was a fascinating way to frame the things that we've uh, kind of seen dribble out of the um, tabloid faucet this week. Holly, what do you what do you know? 
Well, dribbling out of the tabloid faucet is the perfect way to describe what the heck is happening this week. It's the in-between. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky. It is spooky because there's nothing out there in the world of celebrity tabloid news. I can tell you as a person who is tasked each day with finding a few things to talk about, it's increasingly difficult (laughs) as the days wear on this week. Very much so. And you know what? Celebrity tabloids totally understand And celebrities understand that this is the in-between week, but astute celebrities and celebrities who are in the know use this opportunity to fly some stories under the radar. Fly some stories perhaps that they don't want either people to notice and comment on, or perhaps use it as like a test ground, a little, uh, you know, a litmus test, a barometer on putting some stories out there and seeing how people respond. And so then after the in-between times, perhaps, ramping up the publicity a little bit. So you're saying the week between Christmas and New Year's is sort of the Friday afternoon of tabloid uh, stories? Absolutely. What I mean by that is typically if you want to bury a story in the news cycle, you do it on a Friday afternoon because everybody's gone home and they might see it, you know, social media, etc. But nobody's getting really animated about anything on a Friday night because they want to forget the world around them. Oh, so yeah. that by the time Monday comes back around and everybody's like ready to chew on some stuff, it's already probably, you know, seemed a little dusty, whatever came out on Friday afternoon. That is genius, Bradley. We are literally living in a series of Friday afternoons for an entire week. Well, so, I mean, that's a great, I like the framing, but like, where's the proof? What makes you say that? Well, we've got, for one, a big-time celebrity divorce. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver. Oh, interesting. You're absolutely right. We learned this week, did we not? I think just yesterday afternoon or today that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver's divorce is final after 10 years. 10 and a half years. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver have still been legally married after Maria Shriver left Arnold after it was found out that Arnold Schwarzenegger not only had an affair with their housekeeper, but also had a child with this housekeeper and had the child around and still had the housekeeper around. Yeah. Maria Shriver was done. If I remember correctly, you never really see. Is it Christopher? Is that his name? Chris? No, Joseph. Joseph. I'm sorry. Actually, you do. Here's the thing about that. Give credit to where credit is due. Arnold Schwarzenegger has called. I was going to say, you don't see him with the other siblings, like his half siblings. mm -hmm. Like there's two families. It seems very clear, right? Like Joseph, whenever he and he has a has created a sort of public image for himself. He clearly wants to follow in the footsteps of his dad in terms of you know, bodybuilding and, and uh, weightlifting. And it's incredible how much he's like following in his father's footsteps in that regard, as compared to say the other children, Arnold Schwarzenegger has with Maria Shriver, which um, Patrick Schwarzenegger and Catherine married to Chris Pratt. Yeah. Married to Chris Pratt. Like those, those two families are very separate. Oh, completely and utterly separate. They want to have nothing to do with them. And so You know, finalizing this divorce, what better time? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line.
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. To do it than in the in-between on the perpetual Friday afternoon. Nobody is going to pay attention to the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver were, were still married. After ten and a half years, they crossed the T's, dotted the lowercase J's, split everything in half, it seems, according to TMZ, and now they can move about with their lives. Yeah, and also to your point, and to make your case even further, uh, even though you've done so illustriously, um, you don't want to be reminded of the things that led to the divorce. So, like, at, you know, at a moment when everybody's paying attention, um, or I should say you want a moment where not everybody's paying attention and can be reminded of the things that led to this divorce that to then took 10 years to come to fruition. So mm-hmm. that, that, okay, that's a great example. So another example of Holly's thesis that this week is a great week to dump mm, on, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? undesirable publicity stories or or to sort of drop some news that um, isn't really going to get a huge reaction. What else do we have? Sure. So testing the waters. Testing the waters. Yeah, testing the waters. So maybe a celebrity who needs a little image PR uh, happenings. They need a little fix. They maybe have been disgraced and now they slowly want to come back into the public consciousness in a positive way. Bradley, I give you Lori Laughlin. Oh, what's... What's a former felon? Or, well, no, I guess she's probably still a felon. Yeah. Uh, Lori Laughlin up to. Oh, she's doing a TikTok dance challenge video on Sunday over on daughter Olivia J.G. Newley's TikTok. You wouldn't know it, but Page Six published the story. They're oh, like... Interesting. Let's... And this would be like the first time she's been seen, you know, participating in online content of some degree exactly bradley so we heard a little bit about Lori laughlin and this whole pr strategy has been playing out over the last quarter of the year olivia j giannulli she was a contestant on dancing with the stars Lori laughlin's pr team was floating out stories about how supportive Lori laughlin was of her daughter competing on network television and saying that she was very proud but we weren't seeing any Lori laughlin well lo and behold here she is Doing the jerk TikTok dance challenge. That's a thing. Is that like the OG jerk? No, this has nothing to do with the OG jerk. This is based on a song that's called You're a Jerk and There's a Dance Challenge. We need to ask our friend Colleen Lindstrom about this when she comes back. Why does she do these challenges? Well, she lives with the youth. Oh, with the kids. I was going to say, this song was popular when I was 12 and people were doing this. Oh, so you're fully, are you aware then of what the jerk is? Oh, yeah. And uh, just to clarify, it's not called the jerk. It's called the reject. Oh. Jerk is like a different, completely dance move that's kind of like in that same realm. Okay, but uh, yeah, people are classifying it as oh a jerk. God, I love so. this. Thank I you. love. Thank you, Brian. for the education, Brian. Yeah. And Holly, thank you for the education and pointing out that this week is really just uh, continues to be a hot mess yeah. in the world of celebrity <laughs> stories. Yeah, so I want to <laughs> let you know that we're probably going to get more Lori Laughlin stories come the new year. All right, you're well, welcome. Thanks for that warm up. When we come back, dumb people doing dumb things a lot.
most of the time in Florida. We're doing crazy stupid idiots when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show as we wrap up another program in the in-between week. I think Lori called it the taint week here on the Colleen and Bradley. Well, actually, she called it that. Did she call it that on the show or was she doing that on Twitter only? Uh, No, I think she was saying that into her microphone a lot yesterday. Okay, good. Well, we'll only say it once. What we will do now is do crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Because it taint Christmas and it taint New Year's. Hey! Crazy Stupid Idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Which is kind of fitting because wouldn't you say that Florida is the... Mm-hmm. Of the United States? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it Texas? Because I kind of feel like that's in the that region. Oh, sure. Geographically. Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. Florida's maybe more the... Anyway. Well, uh, I suppose the front, <laughs> the middle, yes. and then the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would make California the back. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I want to take you to someplace else. In fact, I want to take you to Australia and tell you about a story that makes no sense to me. So I'm hoping we can figure this out together as a family because I saw the story and I was like, I don't know what this means. Here's a headline, and then I'll describe the story. Cricket fans being booted from the MCG for sculling beers is un-Australian. Excuse me? I know, and then I kept reading. There's almost nothing more Australian than spanking the palms and celebrating with a nice cold beer, but the MCG had different plans. Can we say that on the air? I don't know. I think I might have just sworn. Sworn? Um, Swore. (laughs) Spanking the palms? Do you know what that means? Uh, well, do we have to translate the slang spanking the palms? Is it like palms, like pomegranate? Like you slap the pomegranate to make sure that it's ripe? I mean, that sounds delightfully. Makes it like, makes a like nice noise when you slap the pomegranate and it's ready to eat. They're in season. I just feel like we keep saying that and somebody's going to be like, no, no, you guys have no idea what you're saying and it's horrible. So stop saying it. Um, I feel that way anytime I talk about, you know, Australia or the UK because I don't understand what their slang is. But that's not actually the slang that got me confused. Um, so then I was like, what does this story mean? And I, uh, as I read on, because again, remember in the headline, it talked about scolding. Um, well, scolding in the context of Minnesota means school vikes. Yeah, yeah, but this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> scolding beer. So it, it's, the story goes on to say, as Australia wrapped up the Ashes series in record time Tuesday, it was a nearly flawless performance. Blah, blah, cricket, cricket, blah, 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 blah. Um, a, a sight as Aussie as smashing the palms on home soil is crowd members scolding a beer while taking the cricket in. Is it shotgunning a beer, chugging a beer? Oh, maybe. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so there was a guy who went viral, and I won't even say the word that it says, because again, I feel like it could be a swear, but the guy takes uh, a, his see. beer. Uh-huh. I'm going to watch the video now. Now I've clicked on the article. I'm going to watch this guy. What is it called again? Scolling. Scolling a beer. S-K-O-L-L-I-N-G. Okay, so the guy is walking around and... Oh, yeah, he's just chugging it. Yeah, he's just he's shotgunning a beer. He's chugging it. Shotgunning. That's well, well no, the because that's when you like yeah. stab the this beer is just, can. This is just a cup of, or a glass, a cup of beer. So he's just chugging beer. Bradley, you didn't say anything naughty. 
Well, but I don't know what palm in the sma- spank in the palms. Yeah, I had to go to Urban Dictionary oh and nothing, oh, okay. nothing came up. So oh. I don't know. It's like when you say the word fanny has a different meaning in the UK. Yeah, no, totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, the MCG security evicting was evicting anyone with a beer snake or necking a mid-strength beer on site. So maybe these are I, okay. so many things I have no clue. Who but knew that it was so horny? Apparently, it's just very. Um, sort of like ingesting lots of beer in different ways, I think, is is the result. Yeah, I think that Australian authorities are trying to deter people from binge drinking at cricket games. Yeah. Because what else are you going to do when you're watching cricket? I that s- game is a long one. It's Well, it's also very confusing because it's kind of like uh baseball but not right like they do some similar things but in a yes. different way yeah <laughs> they, they do similar wickets. things in a different way they can hit wickets sticky with, wickets with right balls and there are rules now we're crazy stupid idiots anyway if anybody knows what spanking the palms mean um be careful though when you google search that because things come up and they are explicit so i just hope we weren't saying anything naughty no. All right. Where are we going next, Hals? Oh, yep. Be careful. Yeah, I told you. Although, it's an actual term about mm-hmm. doing things with your pomegranate. Smacking it and get those seeds out. I don't think that's what they were doing at the cricket game, though, do you think? No. Yeah, okay. Let's go to Florida. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to Gilchrist County. I don't know if we've ever been to Gilchrist I, County. doesn't sound familiar to me. I know um, the Gilchrist, isn't there a, or no, where's the garlic place in California? That's Gilroy. Gilroy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other side of the country. All right. A uh, garlic was not involved with this crazy, stupid idiot. Uh, but we have to uh, talk about a person named Trent. Hi, Trent. Trent, which is actually, it's a lady. Oh, hi, Mrs. Trent. Trent Kelly Freeman. Okay. Trent Kelly Freeman, who um, decided to do something a little fraudulent. A little fraudulent. A little fraudulent, and now they're in big trouble. Interesting. Uh, this person actually worked for the Gilchrist County Sheriff's Office. And uh, let's call them Kelly. So Kelly filed multiple sets of... Of Family Medical Leave Act paperwork. Okay. You know, FMLA. Yeah. It comes in handy. Glad we have the ability to do that here. Uh, Family Medical Leave Act says that, you know, you can uh, you can get time off for medical emergencies. But the problem is, is that the medical emergency that Kelly was dealing with was actually not really happening. Because Kelly oh. lied to her place of employment about being in a coma and being extensively hospitalized for severe COVID-19 and other medical Wait, issues. Wait, she says that she was uh, hospitalized and in a coma for COVID? Yeah. And you're telling me she wasn't any of those things? Yeah, and you know, she not only was she lying, but she also not only lied to her bosses, but lied to her coworkers about it. And her coworkers felt bad for Kelly. And they donated hundreds of hours of sick leave hours <laughs> wow. to Kelly. Wow. Wow. That's not nice. Yeah. You know, she wasn't comatose in the hospital, but Kelly had started working another full-time job to make more money. Oh, my God. What happened Um, to her? Kelly's being held on $50,000 bond because 
She tried to rip off the Gilchrist County Sheriff's Office <sighs> nope. by doing this. Not going to go well. I always wonder not how people do. think. Like, how do you, like, don't you think at some point they're going to be like, can you show me your paperwork for being in a coma? Yeah, or wouldn't, I mean, I know medical information is personal and you don't have to share it, but somehow, someway, someone's going to figure this out. Well, especially if you're filing in like an FMLA thing. Exactly. And also, you're conning Jer over in, uh, you know, human resources. human resources. Jer was so nice. Oh, Kelly, man, that really stinks. I'm going to donate my paid sick leave. Burp. No, not good. Not going to do it. Bye. Not going to do it. Okay, that was in Florida, correct? Yes. Gilcrest, Florida, if Gilchrist, I remember correctly. Yes. Okay, well, we're going to move along from Gilcrest, Florida, and we're going to come over here to the uh, Rockville City Police Department. Rockville? I don't know which Rockville this is. Rockville somewhere. Illinois? Doesn't, maybe. Sure. Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe just Rockford, made it up. Rockford, Illinois is a thing. I know That's that. That's true. But uh, we'll just say Rockville, USA. And I want to take you to Christmas Eve, uh, which, you know, typically is a night for Santa to give uh, good little boys and girls uh, gifts and things. He comes down the chimney, drops Mm -hmm. some things off. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, one guy tried to be his own Santa Claus or a naughty elf, if you will, and steal. Okay, look, theft is terrible bad don't do it but it's not particularly crazy stupid idiot status well no congratulations you committed a a crime of stealing on christmas eve i mean i hope that bradley this person wasn't like stealing from the charitable donation toy drive or wasn't stealing like you know on home alone 2 when they try to go and steal all the money from the toy store those wet bandits whatever i mean those guys were Crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah. Did they? Toy store? Where? Did, what, what, was, what was stolen? Well, what was stolen? here's the thing. It's what store and what was stolen that earned this story crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay. And I feel like you're headed in the right direction, but uh, in the wrong manner. So not the toy store. Well, was it a sporting goods store? Well, was it a bait and tackle store? Well, warmer. <laughs> you, you, you could make a euphemism for each one of those things. Oh. So, do you want to take a wild guess? It wasn't a toy store, but there were toys. Oh, it was a horny store. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you said bait and tackle. I yes. Mean, you said, what was the other one you said? Sporting goods. Sport, I mean, all of those things are probably for oh, purchase. Oh, so he at stole the, from the adult toy store. At the knock first adult store. <laughs> <laughs> as in, make I mean, sure you knock first, kids. Oh, no shame in the game. Yeah. So um, apparently, and it wasn't just once, it wasn't even twice, but three times uh, this individual. Uh, from Rockville, decided to break in to the Knock First Adult Store and Couples Boutique. Ooh. I just like, why do you got to put the word boutique? It just makes it seem kind of sleazy. Oh, I thought that they were trying to make it classy. It's well, a boutique. I, but I know, but you know, like in making it classy, you've therefore rendered it sleazy because nobody is going to just be like, hey, honey, let's head down to the Couples Boutique. You're like, no, that's but- where they got all them, you know. I want to open Dirties. an adult store just called the Horny Box. The ho- <laughs> okay. Just get right to it. Wow. 
that could be your slogan. Thank you. Just get right to it. All right. Here I come. <laughs> Holly Roberts. Hey, You're so this guy it today. Anyway, back to the from no- the adult toy store to three the, times. Knock three times on In the, the ceiling, ceiling if you want me. me. Twice, Twice on, on the pipes. pipes. Boop, boop, boop. If, if the, the answer, answer is no. <laughs> Why would you do that anyway? The Knock First Adult Store got broken into three separate times, and it's estimated that this guy stole over twenty-four hundred dollars. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...worth of adult toys, pleasure products, and other erotic merchandise uh, after those two incidents. On the third attempt, though, that's when he was foiled by police who then realized that he matched the description of the previous, um, you know, burglaries. You mean he didn't didn't put on his Groucho Marx glasses the second time that he was going in and like, excuse me, what do you have in the way of schmildos today? Uh, He was charged with two counts of second degree burglary, malicious destruction of property because he did a smash and grab situation and theft uh, that was under $25,000. He was taken to processing, wherein you can see a picture of him as he was uh, apprehended. I do, do you wonder, like, occasionally we see stories like this where somebody, like, steals one thing, you know, and you just feel bad for the person. It's probably a guy. But um, because men are just weirdly horny that way, like, they'll steal one thing and run away. Mm-hmm. And you feel bad, like, oh, well, maybe he just didn't have money or he didn't want to admit that he wanted that giant inflatable Tanya Tucker doll uh, or whatever it was. And I don't think it's Tanya Tucker, but I think it's Reba. No, don't do that to Reba. No. Um, Whoever you like, you, you kind of like that makes, but like three times you're breaking in and stealing copious amounts. Was this like, do you think he's like reselling this stuff? I don't know. Or is he just like super horny? I'm just imagining him in a trench coat and these things (laughs) flopping him out on the sidewalk, (laughs) running away. (laughs) There's just a... With the Benny Hill soundtrack in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know why because they never got an answer out of him, but he did end up in jail.